Hi everyone and welcome to The Raw Show with Michael McDonnell and I have a very special guest. We have Luke Scott joining me today. Luke, thanks for joining me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Hello everybody. Luke is an international speaker, television host and spiritual mentor. Growing up in a dysfunctional family, drugs and violence were a normal part of Luke's home and family life. Luke never fitted into his environment and knew he was destined for much greater things. From a young age, Luke was fascinated with business, sales and psychology and has had many business ventures which taught him one ascent taught him some essential do's and don'ts. Luke spent six years working for a FTSE 100 company, learning the secrets of how the world's most successful companies and people operate. After having a deep awakening experience, Luke began a journey to discover who he truly is and what he truly wants. Luke now travels the world sharing the secrets from the stage so that others can achieve true success and happiness without having to spend 10 years learning these things themselves. So there's a definite, there's a definite lens really from you know trying to find out who you are first is definitely the um the impression that i get from your bio loop but before we we dig into that you'll be able to share with me and our listeners where you were born and what it was like for you growing up yeah sure so i was born in a small town uh, in the northwest of england called morecambe it's only got a population of like 30 40 000 people mm. and it was rated in uh, a <laughs> newspaper as one of the top 10 heroin hotspots in the uk wow. so <laughs> that's my claim to fame <laughs> that's my uh, <laughs> but it, it used to be a really beautiful place it was a big tourist resort but then it all went downhill um, pretty much when i was born <laughs> so <laughs> and um and yeah now it's like a retirement home and there's a lot of gangs and violence there and yeah growing up it was very much a case of either you learn to fight or you get beaten up you know, you either, it was that kind of environment. So it's not the ideal breeding ground for, you know, a successful person, but it does give you a lot of contrast. And I really believe this, that everything, every single experience you have in your life, it either shows you what you do want or what you don't want. So even when you're really experiencing those things that you don't want, like for me, I knew I didn't want to be a drug addict like most of my family and friends were. I knew I didn't want to be stuck on the, on the dole and on benefits like most of my family and friends were. I knew I wanted to be something and being around people who weren't living their truth and weren't happy really gave me that push to just say, look, I'm going to do my own thing. And so that's what I did. I, I was always an outcast and I really loved people like Richard Branson, Alan Sugar when I was growing up, you know, those self-made entrepreneurs. Yeah. I love, I loved it. Like you don't have to be born rich. You can really just make something of yourself on your own laurels, you know, from your own hard work and, and, and really prove yourself that way. And that's, that's just what I did. I went to university, studied entrepreneurship, and then just had businesses my whole life. And yeah, I absolutely love business. I think it's so fascinating. I think it's such a fun game to play. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What, what drew you to, to wanting to be different from your, your friends and your family? So was there a particular experience or did it just not feel right to you? What was it like to decide to be different from everybody else? I was a very gifted kid. I was really, really smart. And I was also very empathetic. So I could really feel the pain and suffering that the people around me were going through. 
and this is a gift that I use now with my clients is I can really feel how people feel. Like I can just, I can feel their emotions and quite often I can feel things that people don't even know they're feeling yet, you know, stuff that's really buried deep down. And when you're around a lot of people who are, you know, trying to commit suicide and they're addicted to drugs and all these kind of things as a kid, I just knew this wasn't right. It didn't resonate with me with my inner being. Like I'm just pure love and light. That's all I want to do is just help people and being around all those people in suffering. I just knew it wasn't for me. So what, what was your initial steps then? So if someone's listening to this, it's thinking, right, well, I, I want to, I want to break free as well. You know, I want to go on, on my own path. What, what steps did you take? Well, I really believe that everything happens for a reason and that we, every experience we have, there's a, there's a lesson, there's a gift in there. And even when I was a kid, I knew what I wanted. Like I knew I came into, in this, into this lifetime to just change the whole world. So, you know, when you're a kid and like someone asks you what you want to be mm-hmm. and people say like a policeman or a fireman or something like that, or a doctor, I always said I wanted to be a millionaire. That was what I told right. people. <laughs> Straight away. Like, what do you want to be? I want to be a millionaire. Like, even when I was a little kid, you know, like five years old. And so they were like, well, how are you going to do that? I said, well, I'm going to be like Richard Branson. I'm going to be like Alan Sugar. I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to have loads of businesses. And I was such a clever kid that that's exactly what I did. I created this plan. You know, I was going to go to the best university that I could none of my family had ever been to university before. So even that was a big deal, you know? And um, then I was going to start my businesses and work my way up and and eventually get my million pounds. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's been my journey. It's been really, really fun. So I think some people just know, like if you're listening right now, you know, if you have a big destiny, like, you know if you've got some fire inside you that wants to come out that you're not really fulfilling right now you know if you're not truly living up to your potential and if you're not living up to your potential then listen to the rest of this podcast because i'm going to share with you some really cool things on how you can tap into that and really find what your truth is and then how you can express it So if, if someone was probably at, whether it be a crossroads or they're, they're at the edge of the diving board, so to speak, and, and all they want to do is trying to get into that, that state where they can actually find, you know, what, what, what they want to do with the time that they spend on this planet and, and how they want to, to go about their, their day and their week and their month and the rest of their life. But they, they can't even get their head into that space. It's like they can't think about that because they've got X, Y, and Z to think about instead. Or there's so, there's so much going on that they can't focus on, on that side of things. Have you got any initial, initial thoughts about how to get people into the, the right state, even just to, just to think about those kinds of things? Because it sounds quite sounds quite a deep thing it sounds quite a a moment where you need to to be in the right place to even think about those things so have you got any advice for us yeah i work with a lot of people who are in really bad places you know financially emotionally with their health they're in a very dark place and it's the same that i tell everybody the same thing like if you don't make time 
to figure out who you really are and what makes you happy and what your true purpose is, the universe is going to make you stop anyway. Because if you have this big destiny, if you've got this big dharma to fulfill, then it's going to make you stop. And what it does is it gradually makes you feel worse and worse and worse. Like you, you start feeling quite crap and then you might get ill. And then I know for a lot of my friends, they end up having like burnouts, total breakdowns where they just can't do anything for a few weeks other than reflect and go deep inside and figure out what they really want. That's the key is figuring out what you really want. And if you don't make time for it, eventually the universe is going to make you stop. So it's just takes like one hour a day. That's all, you know, I have my how to find your purpose in seven days program. It's a seven day program. It's absolutely epic. And all it, you need is one hour per day. That's it. Um, and if people can commit for one hour a day, they'll change. And if they can't commit for one hour a day, then they're not serious enough right now. And I always just tell things how they are. A lot of people are uncomfortable right now. Maybe they're in a little bit of debt. Maybe they have a few health issues, but they're not in such an uncomfortable state that they're actually going to commit to change. Because change is hard, right? <laughs> change, yeah, yeah. Change is difficult. It's a difficult process, but staying the same is a difficult process too. And if you become stagnant, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So you need to just commit to one hour a day. Figure out what you really want. There's so many great ways you can do that. You know, YouTube has is just such a wealth of information. Or you can go to my website. Uh, I've got my own TV show, which teaches you exactly how to do this stuff. It's called standoutonline.tv, if anyone wants to go there. Mm -hmm. But find someone who you know who has a great mindset. Find someone around you who is doing what you want to do and just ask them to help you. That's the first step. Changing your environment is so important because if you're around negative people all the time, it's super hard to be positive. But if you're around positive people all the time, it's super hard to be negative. And so the shift in your environment can make a huge difference. Hmm. So if, if it might, you know, there could be people that they might think that the change might be too big. So I'll, I'll give you a quick example. If someone's around people that are like them, but they're unhappy. So it could be, as, as you said, it could be people that are on, are on the dole and that are struggling financially, but they want to, to step out of that and they want to do something different. They, they want to, to make the dent in the universe that they, they want to make. But it seems like too, too much of a stretch for them to go from like from one end of the spectrum to the other have you have you got any have you got any you know bits of insight or guidance or something with someone that's in that state just to get them just to get them to understand that you know maybe it is possible maybe they've got to, to do something different to, to, to most people what, what sort of advice would you give to those people yeah you just have to start educating yourself you have to start taking in information and experiences from people who are successful. And, you know, for me, like studying Richard Branson and Alan Sugar as a kid, that's a great platform. You know, most kids don't do that. And you can do this through reading books. You can do it through audio books, through YouTube videos. But the most powerful way for me is to go to events. Uh, I run events all over the world where I teach people how to really wake up, how to find their purpose and how to express themselves and how to be happy ultimately 
And if you go to events, something magical happens as well. You know, there's loads of free ones all around the UK every week. So money's not an issue. It's not an excuse. When you go to events, you're in a room with people who want more from their life as well. Everyone in there is ambitious. Everyone in there is driven. Everyone in there knows they have something great inside them. And if you're in a place right now where maybe you're surrounded by people who bring you down and drag you down, go to events, find people who can lift you up. There's online groups too. If you, if you can't physically get to an event, but again, I think if you can't make the effort to actually go to an event then you're not serious anyway, you're obviously not uncomfortable enough. One of my, one of my friends, he's, he's really interesting perspective on this because you know, a lot of people, they might be like 5k in debt, 10k in debt. And they think that's a big deal. One of my friends, his first business, he ended up 460,000 pounds in debt. Wow. Now something happens when you're 5k in debt, it's kind of uncomfortable, right? It's like, Oh, it's not really very nice. You should be paying people back, but no one's really pressuring you too much. But when you're 460 K in debt, that's literally people coming to like take all your possessions, right? It's serious. Yeah, yeah. So your mindset shift is huge. And if people are in that place right now where they can't really be bothered to go to an event or pick up a book or listen to a YouTube video, then I would say make yourself more uncomfortable. <laughs> really, Tony Robbins calls it burning your boats. You know, if you want to take the island, you burn your boats. Because what they used to do uh, is if you wanted to take over an island, you would sail over there. Now, if you've still got your boats there, you've got a retreat option. So what the generals would do in the armies is they would burn the boats. So then the only way their soldiers could survive is if they actually won the war, if they won the battle. And it's kind of like that for a lot of people. They're just not uncomfortable enough. And I know that sounds really weird, but stretch yourself more, do something to really push yourself, you know, and, then you'll have this fire lit underneath you and then you'll actually do something because if you're procrastinating right now, you're just not emotionally attached enough to it. I know, I know you were talking before about psychology and, and uh, you know, that you're really into the power of the mind and stuff. And mm -hmm. when people are emotionally attached to something, they do it right. When they really want something, when they've got a big why, when they've got a big reason, they do it. And when yeah. it's just kind of like a, Oh, it might be nice to have a million pounds. You're never going to get it, you know? Right, so it's, it's almost like you use this analogy of, of burning your boats to put you in that emotional state to cause you to take more action. Is that is that the kind of is is that the kind of situation that you want to put people in in order for them to actually take that action in the first place? Everybody reacts to stress in different ways. Like some people thrive when they're under stress. You know, some people really do. Like if they have to make money, like they they do really well. Other people just crumble. So you have to know your own personality type. But if you're that kind of person that doesn't handle stress very well, you have to find a way to make yourself emotionally invested in whatever it is you want to do. You have to find a way to make yourself passionate about it because the only way you can actually move forward is if you get emotional. So you need to light a fire under yourself somehow. Right, have you got any... So one of the initial thoughts that kind of came in in my mind just from what you were saying was maybe using it 
maybe using perhaps an incentive to encourage you to, to take action. So there's this, this idea that burning the boats tends to put people in a avoiding the, the negative type thing. So you're, so you're burning your boats. So if you actually want to survive and you actually want to, to do this thing, then you've got to do X, Y, and Z. But then for me, an incentive tends to imply more of a positive approach. So like if you do X, Y, and Z, then your incentive is you will get you know x for instance what what, what, yeah. what would you say you could do to encourage this because obviously you said that s- some people thrive under pressure or stress or that that, that side of emotion but others crumble so mm-hmm. the, the the first thought to me is perhaps using incentives what what are your thoughts on that i was a sales coach and trainer for one of the biggest companies in the world and this is where i learned a lot about people and managing people and emotions and how to really motivate people and some people are motivated by pleasure you know some people if you want to motivate them you tell them about how if they work really hard they can relax on a beach and sip cocktails and work from their laptop and money will fall on the head but most people are motivated by pain most people pain is their their main driver and they have to and you find this when you talk to someone like do they mainly use negative words or positive words if they're talking about oh you know i really want to start a business because i need more freedom that means that at the moment they're feeling that they don't have freedom which means that they're motivated by pain which means that Mm -hmm. they're going to work well when there's a deadline when there's a negative incentive that's when they're really going to stretch themselves but if they're talking about oh you know I want to have the most amazing life and I want to travel all over the world and want to do this stuff. Then they're motivated by pleasure. So for those people, an incentive would work. Um, But everybody's different. So you have to really figure out what would motivate you. But the main thing I'd say, if you want to achieve any goal is to get accountability, find someone else who you can do your challenge with, who you can push each other, mastermind with, hold each other accountable. You know, it's like having a, like having a gym buddy, right? But get a, get a, a business buddy or a life buddy, you know, someone who can just call you out on all your bullshit, someone who can really push you when you're having a lazy day and just remind you of what your reason is for why you want to do it. Because when you do things by yourself, it's, it's very hard for most people. So I like to create accountability groups so people can do things together. It just makes it a lot more fun and, and you get better results, I find. Ah, cool. So what, what would you say then to someone that, <coughs> excuse me, what would you say to someone that, okay, well, I've got the accountability side of things, that's all, that's all going great, but then sometimes they might not be getting the benefit out of it. So what, what would you say to someone that might not be getting the benefit out of the accountability side? you have to be really open and honest with the person that you that you have there that you're being accountable to because if you're not clear on what you want from the relationship then it's not going to work so as long as you're both super crystal clear on what support you need from each other how you're going to push each other and, and what your objectives are then it, it should work really well i think um i think for me personally it's one thing setting goals and having objectives and that's cool. But when you do the deep inner work, when you really figure out what you want, that changes everything because then your whole vibration shifts. 
like I love physics, I love quantum mechanics, and we're just big balls of energy. You know when you're having a really good day and you're literally like buzzing, right? You feel just on fire, like you feel incredible, you're vibrating super, super high. When you're in that kind of place, you just attract amazing things, don't you? Your day just flows really, really well. But if yeah. you wake up and you're in a low vibe and you feel you don't feel very good today, you know, you're feeling like having a down day or people even call it a low day. And a lot of people wake up and they go, you know, I just know today's going to be a bad day. <laughs> so, so that's what they attract. You know, when I was working in corporate, that's what a lot of people were like. It's like they were just getting through the day, you know, doing a job that they hated to make money, to pay for a house and a car just so they could basically survive. And for two days a week, they got to do what they wanted based on whatever limited money they had in their bank account. And it's just their vibration is so low, it's very hard for them to attract amazing things. So really focusing on doing that inner work, taking time every day to meditate, so important. Taking time every day to really write down and think about what you want and take control rather than being like reactive. Most people just react to life. You know, they just go through the day and see what happens to them. But instead, if you become proactive, you say, this is what my day is going to be like. And you can, do you do visualization, Mike? Do you do that kind of stuff? Are you into that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Um, in, in my sort of history, I used to be um, a tennis coach. So a lot in terms of the, the mindset stuff and the, the pre-performance routines and all of that kind of thing, I, I'm quite well, well versed in that. And I have been doing it in, in my business myself. Um, but it seems it seems that there's a a big disconnect between the the inner side of things, the, the the inner work as you called it, and the results themselves. So it's almost like making the the internal external, so to speak. So would you be able to to share with us what what you think is the the link between the inner side of things and then the actual physical results? Because people tend to do things for the physical results. So would you be able to, to share some light on that? Yeah, people tend to do things for the physical results and, and that's cool, but it's kind of the, for me, it's like doing things backwards. So for example, on my vision board, I have a vision board where basically I put down all the things that I want to manifest. And so on there, I've got like this amazing um, Malibu beach house, I've got pictures of the ideal body that I want to look like, the relationship that I want, what I want my bank account to be, all these kind of things. They're all on my vision board. Places I want to go, they're all there. And it's cool to want those things and to visualize them and see them almost like they're happening right now. But here's the thing. If you're aiming for a Malibu beach house, right? That Malibu Beach House on my vision board is $9 million. Now, I had a realization that when I put that on my vision board two years ago, if I got that Malibu Beach House, it would actually bankrupt me because I couldn't even pay the taxes on it. Mm. And it's really interesting, right? Because people wish for a nice sports car or a nice house or whatever it is, but they haven't become the kind of person yet that can actually vibrationally welcome that into their life 
So if you want something like a, Mal a Malibu beach house, you know, prime example, it's then the universe and you and your energy has to become the kind of person that can welcome that into your reality with ease. So if you want a nine million pound house, you have to become the kind of person that can afford the rent on that, that can pay the taxes on that, that can do the repairs if they need it, that can, you know, you have to get vibrationally into alignment with that. So when people say they want goals and they say they want it like now, like I want a new job, right? That's what a lot of people say. Or I want my business to make a million pounds. But just think, what kind of person do you need to become to get that job? What kind of person do you need to become to have a one, that, a one million pound business? Because it's very, very different running that kind of business to just being a solo entrepreneur. So rather than people focusing on the, the objective and what they want, I like to get people to focus on what kind of person do you need to become so that you can then welcome that into your life? Because I believe in the law of attraction and the law of attraction just brings you what you're a vibrational match to. It brings you what you are. And that's, that's one of the real secrets of the law of attraction. You have to be vibrating at the frequency of whatever it is that you want for it to be able to come into your life. Right, so what, what would you say to the people then? So if I was going to play the, the role of skeptic, right? So I, I want to be a, a lot of attraction skeptic, right? It seems, it seems a little bit like you're riding the line between putting yourself in the right place to achieve something versus like, it's almost like deluding yourself into thinking that you can achieve it if you just almost like pretend that you've already got it. So what, what, what would you say to someone that's really struggling to grasp the idea and tends to think of it in that way? So the brain doesn't know the difference between what you imagine and what is real. On a physical level, on a chemical level, on an energetic level, when you imagine something happening like it's happening right now, it releases all the same things in your body as if it really happens. You know, like when you have a really vivid dream, right? And you wake up and you're like shaking and sweating. It's like, it's real, isn't it? It's like it happened. Mm -hmm. So when you do your visualization, the key is to see it and feel it like it's happening right now. It's all about the feeling. How will you feel when you get that thing? And what happens is the more you train yourself to feel like you already have it, the faster things can come into your life. Now, whether you believe in the law of attraction or not, it's kind of irrelevant because we are a vibrational being. We're made of atoms and atoms are 99.9% .9 empty space. We're just made of pure energy and we do vibrate and you can change your vibration. You can change your frequency by what you focus on. You know, if you focus on negative things all the time, you have a very low vibration. If you focus on more positive things, you have a higher vibration. And a lot of people, for example, they say, Oh, you know, I want to be surrounded by successful, optimistic people. Now, if you want to be surrounded by successful, optimistic people, what I'm saying is you have to be opt optimistic and successful yourself, right? Because why would they hang around with someone who's in a low vibration? They just, they just wouldn't. They would never spend time with you. So you have to become what you want. So whatever it is that you want, you have to become the match of it. And that way, then whether you believe it's the law of attraction that will bring it to you or whether you believe it's chance, you're prepared. 
Like if you, whatever you want now, whatever's on your vision board, whatever you're visualizing, just think, if I want that in my life, who do I have to become? And then your whole mission should be to become that kind of person rather than, you know, really focusing on why don't I have a million pounds yet? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's often this, this, I mean, you mentioned before, like wanting things now and wanting the, the achievement now and all of those types of stuff. Do you think there's, there's something in it whereby being attached to how long it takes for you to achieve the thing has anything to do with a lot of people's negativity around things like the law of attraction? Because obviously there's no, there's no like defining point when, okay, now you're ready to achieve it. So there's no like time constraints on that side of things. What people still want they still want to achieve things like quite quickly. A lot of people tend to struggle with um, deferring gratification and all of those types of stuff. Mm. But in terms of like setting goals, I mean, it, it was like, it was around 10 years ago when I first was, was kind of introduced to the idea of setting like deadlines and setting like time constraints on certain goals. And my, my experience was people were actually having a negative association with it because they weren't achieving them by the deadlines that they'd set. So, but then in terms of like the law of attraction side of things, things might take a bit longer, but you still achieve it. And then because the goal might be big enough, because the, the visualizing or the whatever the case is, tends to be big enough, it almost doesn't matter when you achieve it as long as you achieve it because that's the thing that you really want that's in alignment with who you are getting back to what you said before so what's what's this this concept of of time and setting deadlines and things and how, how do you see that playing out yeah and this is where it might get a little bit woo woo uh, which is what i affectionately call spiritual um <laughs> my experience is that the only thing stopping you from getting whatever it is that you're manifesting is you like you just have to get out of your own way most people have so many limiting beliefs like they say they want something but they don't believe that they can actually get it like they say they want to win the lottery but they don't actually believe they can ever win it they don't believe that they deserve it they don't believe that they're worthy enough they have all of this stuff in their energy that's just holding them back it's like like an anchor wrapped around them, you know, there's just no way they can fly with all this weight and all this baggage on them. And it's about stripping away all these layers and these beliefs bit by bit by bit, because there's a really great quote that I love, which is that anything that you believe you can achieve. And I love quotes, but it's so true. Like do I just invite you now, whoever's watching, whoever's listening, I just invite you. Think about what you really want. Get a notepad, get a pen, write down whatever it is that you really want. And after this webinar, really think, do you truly believe that you can do this? Do you truly believe that you are ready for this? And if the answer is no, then there's no way it can come into your existence. So if the answer is no, then you have to become the kind of person that does believe it. So for example, I always wanted to speak on stage with Richard Branson. Always. I just think it would be so incredible. Now, if that had happened when I was younger, I wouldn't be able to do that because I didn't have the skills. So I had to learn to become a great speaker. You know, I had to learn business. I had to learn all this stuff. So 
now I'm at the stage where if Richard Branson calls me up and says, hey, do you want to come speak at my event? I can do that because I'm a great speaker now and I run workshops and I do all that kind of stuff. I've become the kind of person now that could very happily stand on stage with Richard Branson and absolutely smash it out of the park. So whatever it is that you're asking for, just think, are you really ready for it? And if you are, if the answer is yes, you are ready for it. And yes, you do believe you can get it. Then you need to figure out what it is in your energy that's holding you back because it's, everything's a reflection of you. What if something's not coming into your life, whether it's money or the right relationship, it's because of you. It's because there's some aspect of yourself that you need to work on first before you can allow it in. And um, relationships are a great example of this. So many people want the perfect partner, don't they? And they want them right now. Right? Yeah. And I do this great exercise in my events. I get people to write down a list of all the things that they would want from their perfect partner. You just write down like the, the top five things that you would want from your perfect partner. And so they write down whatever it is. Now, I invite you to do this to the listeners. So write down the five things that you would want from a perfect partner or whatever it is. Now, I'm telling you that whatever you want to attract, you have to be. So look at those five things that you write down. Are you being those five things right now? And if you're not, then you're not ready to attract that kind of person because why would that kind of person who's embodying all those beautiful things that you want be with a person who's not their vibrational match yet? Why would they be with someone who's not living those things? Because that's going to make their vibration lower and you want to build each other up. So once you know what you want, whether it's a person or a business goal or whatever it is, it's all about focusing on who you need to be and how you need to feel to really attract it into your life. Right. So from, from everything that you've, you've said there, I mean, it's something that, that, that I'm kind of involved with as well, but then there seems to be this big it's almost like a venn diagram of, of internal to external and there's something that meets in the middle so there seems to be a bit of an interchange between okay this idea of, of positive and, and, and belief and then trying to, to enhance or increase your your level of vibration as you mentioned before but then if it's not then it's almost like you need something very practical in order to put yourself in that place. So when you mentioned the, the, um, the public speaking with Richard Branson, yes, you might not be able to, to get yourself in that place, but then to put yourself in that place, you had to learn specific skills in order to feel like you were ready to do it. So this idea of like skills, putting you in the, the best place to be able to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. So for someone that, that doesn't, believe in in the, the, this idea of the law of attraction and vibration and all of those type of things that, that they would listen to the things that you said and go okay well it's just a case of learning to be able to do what you want to do to put you in the best place to be able to do it but then someone that does believe in in the law of attraction would say okay well that's just putting you in the the right level of vibration in order to achieve it so it seems a big like swings and roundabouts moment where we go, okay, well, we can get really practical and we can just do stuff that puts us in the best place in order to achieve it. But then someone will always turn around and say, yeah, but that's just because you've put yourself in the, the best vibrational state to be able to attract it. So mm -hmm. how, 
I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm basically just saying the kind of things that you said, but it's, it's trying to find that balance between trying to give people the education that they need versus then being able to translate it into, okay, well, what sort of things do I need to do to put myself in the right state to succeed? Because public speaking tends to be something that a lot of people that have big goals, they want to do it in some way, whether it be videos or speaking on stage with yourself Luke or a podcast like the, the, the kind of thing that we're doing right now but there's, there's this element of okay well you need to be at the right vibration but then you, you can sort of take that away from the equation you can take the idea of vibration and lord of attraction away and that still leaves us with okay well you still need to be able to do it so you need to have certain skills you need to have certain capabilities in order for you to do the thing that you want so mm. how, how how do you see that kind of looking in terms of okay well it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not it still happens but then it's almost like you don't need it in order to achieve the thing that you want it's almost like someone might just justify it in that way versus not justifying it in that way so what what, what would you say to that one of my really great friends he's a life coach and he said to me he said i don't believe in anything that you believe in and i was like cool i said what do you mean he's like well you talk about the universe and souls and spirits and god and all this kind of stuff and he's like I don't believe in any of that so I said okay cool what do you believe in and he said I believe in science and I'm like amazing that's exactly what I believe in and we just call it different words you know mm-hmm. instead yeah. of instead of vibration we just call it energy instead of god we just call it consciousness or the universe or the big bang or something like that you know it really makes no difference what your beliefs are um no difference at all. I have friends from all different religions. Um, I'm not religious personally, but I really do have a deep connection with what I call source or some people call it God, or you can call it creator or the universe or whatever. I have a really deep connection with my inner being, with my soul. And that's cool. But I also have a very scientific background too. So if someone's a total non-believer, we can get them exactly the same results. It makes no difference. You know, the list I was talking about before to attract your perfect partner is such a great example because one of the first things that most people put down is they want honesty, right? They want someone Mm -hmm. who's going to be honest with them. Yeah. So you need to flip that around. Whether you believe in vibration or attraction or not, are you honest all the time? And if you're not, then you're not going to attract someone who is honest all the time because you're not ready for that yet. So you have to then go, okay, well, if I really want to attract this person who's totally honest with me, I need to become totally honest. And how do I do that? Well, I need to get some help. (laughs) So that's why I recommend going to workshops, going to events, you know, listening to audio books is a great, great way reading. You know, there's a really powerful book um, that you can read if you're interested in this kind of stuff, which is called Conversations with God. It's by a guy called Neil Donald Walsh. It's really epic. It's basically this guy who got really angry one day and then this voice started talking to him in his head. So he just starts writing down what this voice in his head tells him. And it's just pure, just gold, you know, and then he decides to call it God. You can call it whatever you want, your subconscious. Um, If people don't believe in souls and higher selves, then I just call it your subconscious. It's the same thing. 
But what's really, really important and whatever you believe in is just that you understand that the only way things in your life are going to change is if you change. That's the only way. And so whatever it is that you want, if you don't have it right now, it's because you're not ready for it. So figure out what do you need to be? How do you need to be? How do you need to show up? Who do you need to become in order to get that thing? And as soon as you are that, it will come into your life because there's no other thing that can happen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, from someone that I guess was was kind of turned off you know there could be a listener that they might go oh, okay a lot of attraction all right well we'll dive into this and they kind of put off because it's not very practical like it doesn't matter if you believe it or not you still have to put yourself in the place where whatever you want doesn't become like this whole overwhelming situation that you put yourself in where you might start to then push it away or you might start saying no to things that you should probably be saying yes to things and it becomes a whole a whole web of, of situations whereby there's no point in going after something that you're not ready for because you'll always put yourself in the position that you're comfortable with you'll always put yourself in the situation where you're either in the right space or you're not and i do i do quite i, I do quite appreciate this this idea that you you put towards luca it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not you know whatever justification you want to, to give to something whatever reason that you want to give whatever you know whatever state that you think is worthwhile or whatever situation that you can put yourself in that's that's actually going to lead to the results that you get and um the books or well, it's books isn't it there's, there's three in the series of, of conversations with god and i only know that because i've read them and, um, it's, 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 it's the second time that it's been recommended actually it's been recommended quite quite recently and um it's interesting because when I first read the books, I was like, huh, it is right when you sort of say that you can take God out of it and it doesn't change the, the lessons that you learn or the insights that you have from the book. If you just take out the whole context of he's having a conversation with God, it, it does add this, this whole layer of, well, it doesn't matter because the insights that you still get from it are still beneficial. And it's the same throughout everything that we've spoken about, whereby it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not. You can, you can justify something. You can explain something in a way that works best for you. You know, getting back to like the really practical stuff of just put yourself in a place where you can actually do the thing that you want to do, whether it be going on courses, whether it be going on books, whether it be listening to audio, but going to events, as you mentioned, being very, very important because you're around people that are like you, which I think is very beneficial for a lot of people, especially these days. And um, it's just having that ability to say, right, well, if I'm not there yet, then what, what does it take for me to actually get there? And I think that that's one of the, the overriding things that, that I'm taking from this, because I am making notes, Luke, in case you hear it. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's, it's interesting because people that are listening to this might think, Ugh, I am struggling. And it's like, right, well, you've got to, to know what you want and know who you are. And then you've actually got to break it down into things that you can actually do. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff that, a lot of the stuff that people do tend to read in terms of the, the mindset stuff and the law of attraction stuff, it doesn't lend itself over, or at least in my experience, to things that you can actually do. 
it's almost like the law of attraction tends to hold itself in this this idea of justification or trying to explain something but then it puts it in it puts it in a way that people do or at least can struggle to grasp and i i have a i have a motto and i want to give this to everyone who's listening and i invite you just to take this on and just try it for a while my my how i live i I live by this is that there is nothing more important than me feeling good like that is the most important thing when i feel good when i'm happy Everyone around me is happy. I can help people. I'm flowing. My cup's full. You know, they talk about you can't pour from an empty cup. Fill up your cup and then give the overflow to people. You know, when you're full of energy, when you're full of light, it just shines from you. You know, you just meet some people and you look in their eyes and you just feel the energy from them. You feel their passion and it's just incredible to be around. There's nothing more important than you being happy. And some people say to me, well, Luke, isn't that very selfish? And I say, yes, I am very selfish. I will make myself happy first. That's what I'll do. And then you'll be happy. Everyone around me will be. You'll all benefit from it. And they say, well, if you're making yourself happy, doesn't that mean you're going to make other people unhappy? And I say, no, nowhere in that, in me being happy doesn't mean I have to make other people unhappy. Like, I know that everything I do is coming from a place of love. I'm just here to help people and guide people. And I just love when people message me and say, you know, that I've changed their life. It's just incredible. It's so, it's such a nice thing to do. I just had a call with someone yesterday and we just had a two hour amazing deep session and just totally, they just became this incredible person and, you know, it only took a few hours. So, Make a decision today that your happiness, you feeling good is going to be your top priority. Now, does that mean you're going to feel good all the time? No. Nobody feels good all the time. doesn't matter how many nice pictures they post on Facebook. Everybody has down days, right? Everyone has low days. <laughs> and Definitely, it's, yeah. It's to be okay with that and have compassion for yourself. The same way you would have compassion for anyone else who you saw having a bad day have compassion for yourself don't be so hard on yourself if you don't hit a goal like it's not the end of the world don't be so hard on yourself if you don't feel good today but just i really really recommend start a meditation practice spend at least 15 minutes a day in silence just breathing connecting with yourself and when you do that consistently and it has to be consistent otherwise you don't get the benefits from it when you meditate consistently, you'll see all these layers of bullshit, all this conditioning that you were given as a kid from your parents, from your school, from your friends. It all just starts to strip away. And then you can really become this person that you're supposed to be. And that's my most favorite thing in the whole world is when I help people see their true power, help people see who they're really supposed to be because you're not supposed to be struggling right now. You're not supposed to be suffering. You are a joy-based being. You're supposed to feel good. And if you're not feeling good right now, then please contact me. Do my seven-day How to Find Your Purpose program. Just type into Google How to Find Your Purpose in Seven Days. I'll pop up. Get my program. It will totally change everything for you. Do that as a first start. You know, 
it's a super low investment on purpose so everyone can afford it. Just go check it out. And if not, if you're going to make excuses, then all, all I'll say is things are only going to get worse. And if you're not going to do it now, then when are you going to do it? If you're not going to change now, when are you going to change? Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I'll put I'll put links to to that find your purpose as well in seven days. I'll put that in the description of the show, Luke, so people can can grab it if they so Amazing. if they so choose. Amazing. And um, we've already mentioned books and things. So the only thing left for us to do is ask my last question, which is, what would you like the world to know about you that it doesn't already know? Interesting question. Yeah, we have, we have had we have had some quite humorous questions as well. So we've had like favorite foods. We've had we've had all kinds. We've had uh, I think the uh, the two main ingredients for happiness so far, Luke, is we've had chocolate cake and peanut butter. So, so we've, 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 we we have had some like oh, I just love peanut butter. And we go ah oh, right, okay, great. So someone's after a shopping list and they've got those two to choose from. So what what would your answer be? I want people to know that I absolutely and unashamedly love dancing around naked. It's absolutely amazing. It's such a great way to raise your vibration, to just have a nice hot bath, get out the bath, and just start singing and dancing around your living room naked. It's so much fun. It's a super vibration raiser. And if you've never tried it, I really highly recommend singing Whitney Houston, I will always love you while looking at yourself in the mirror naked. It's a very, very powerful <laughs> experience. Oh, quality. All right, Luke. Well, th- thanks for being a guest on the show. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy you carving out the time. I think if people are listening to this and they want to try what you suggested, then um, make sure you close the curtains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and they just invite everyone. Connect with me on Facebook. Uh, that's the best way to get me. It's facebook.com slash Luke Paul Scott Official. That's where I post loads of free videos, all sorts of cool content. Um, or you can check out my website, which is www.lukescottofficial.com. And that's got all my social medias on there. You can add me on Instagram, on Snapchat, on everything. All right, Luke. Well, thanks for carving out the time, mate. Really appreciate you spending some time on the show. And I'm sure we'll, we'll keep in touch. My pleasure, Mike. Thanks very much.